If you want to feel like family, you can go to Olive Garden. Or you can just watch F9. Because F is for family. This is Cinematic Protastic. Welcome back to Cinematic Protastic. I'm Andrew. And I'm Philip. <laughs> don't know why I'm laughing. Because we always laugh. <laughs> and today we're talking about one of Philip's favorite franchises. Uh, that was kind of some alliteration there. Um, <laughs> Legally Blonde. <laughs> that was the first, like, I was like, I need to throw in just some random movie. That- <laughs> that's, that's like the perfect one. Have you ever seen Legally Blonde? No, I haven't. <laughs> I've, I've never seen it either. Maybe we'll have to do a special... Uh, series because aren't there like three of them or maybe i think they're making another one i think there's two of them and a third one is in the works okay and maybe there well maybe there's like a tv movie or a tv i don't know there's all too many shared universes all right so anyway no we're not talking about a shared universe we're not talking about legally blonde (laughs) we are speaking of the fast and the furious franchise specifically f9 not the keyboard button on your, uh, <laughs> not the button on your keyboard but uh yeah so we're talking about fast nine the ninth movie obviously in the saga and 10th movie in the universe true because uh, hobbs, hobbs and, and shaw. shaw okay i still haven't seen that one yet it's I ne- good keep meaning to to watch it just haven't sat down to to do it first off we need to say some things about <laughs> sharing our podcast. So check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, if it's not shut down. <laughs> Damn you, and, Mark Zuckerberg. And, and Twitter. Let us know how you think of uh, this episode or any of our others. And uh, also check us out on Anchor.fm. Yes. Anchor.fm. So F9 or F9 The Fast Saga. It's gotten a lot of flack because they, I couldn't tell you why they decided to kind of mess with the name and just go with a letter and a number. But this is a another movie that was, what's the word I'm looking for? Pushed back. Delayed. Delayed, thank you. <laughs> Due to uh, not just, just COVID, it was, it was originally set to release back in 2019 and was originally bumped or moved. I don't know if it was necessarily bumped. I think... They were going to release it, and then they decided, well, we're going to do this Hobbs and Shaw spinoff, which is part of the Fast and Furious universe. And they said, so let's put that one in place of where Fast 9 would have originally released. And then it got moved again because I think they wanted to move it away from competition of the latest James Bond movie. Uh, And this is still before the pandemic. And then ultimately, both of those movies got bumped and were actually... At the time of this podcast, James Bond is coming out this coming weekend. So Fast 9 released actually this year uh, in early May or mid-May. Finally, it was one of the first, I think think it kind of tested the waters for releasing or going back to theaters with the the blockbusters. Yes. And, And being from Universal, they don't have a streaming partner for their movies. So like the Disney movies are releasing in theaters and on Disney Plus sometimes for a fee. HBO is, you know, they're they're in theaters and streaming. 
Fast 9 was strictly movie theaters. Yeah, this came out a little bit after A Quiet Place. And so A Quiet Place kind of really kind of opened the door. But I th- I feel like Fast 9 was the, this is where, where movies are back. Like that was the weekend for letting people know the movies were back in theaters. And to be honest, you know, when we went and saw A Quiet Place Part 2, I mentioned this in the, in the uh, in that podcast, but just after seeing the movie, I f- felt like I should have been more excited. And I don't know if it was because of the film itself. Maybe it was a little bit less. Had it was a little lackluster, or if it was just kind of anxiety and uh, around going back to the theater for the first time after a year or so. But with this movie, I had. A blast. (laughs) This film, it's, I I don't understand it. It started out as a, like the first movie makes sense. You know, it's a street racing, uh, undercover cop trying to bust up some kind of, you know. Theft. Criminal. Electronics. Yeah. Theft ring. And, you know, that's, that's something that happens in real life, possibly. Going to space in a Pontiac. (laughs) (laughs) Not so much. And yet that's what happened in in this film. They've, I don't know who did it first. Uh, Probably Mission Impossible. But if you watch the Mission Impossible movies, every single one, most likely at the beginning of the movie... There's a big stunt and it's kind of turned into how can we outdo what we did in the previous film? You know, the first one had the drop from the ceiling on the wires. The second one had the the climbing the mountain, jumping without wires and so on, you know, uh, but it's like each one keeps getting bigger and bigger. He, you know, he ran up the outside the world's tallest building, you know. Fast and the Furious franchise kind of does the same thing, but where the Mission Impossible ones are, even though there are they're huge stunts, they feel grounded. <laughs> the, the The Fast and the Furious movies they try to outdo themselves, and it's almost like a how can we go bigger? How can we make this better? And <laughs> how can we make this more ridiculous? <laughs> And they have succeeded. <laughs> I think. And despite how ridiculous they get, I love every moment of it. Yes, I I, I agree. As you said, you know, uh, the kind of the running joke is that this film is about family. <laughs> and you know, I think it would be, I think it would be a good drinking game to you know watch all the Fast and Furious movies. Uh, and take a shot every time Vin Diesel says the F word and (laughs) (laughs) not the F word (laughs) family. And so, yeah, this movie continues the story of the previous eight films and, and follows a group of street racers who have become outlaws and then turned government agents. (laughs) And uh, this chapter introduces the long lost brother of the main character of Dominic, Dominic Toretto. It, Yes, it does continue what the previous eight films have done, but it also really strongly ties to the previous film, 
probably more so than the entire franchise as it kind of continues and brings back Charlie Theron's character of Cypher. Uh, her character's a master criminal hacker cyber terrorist that in the previous movie had recruited Dominic Toretto or Vin Diesel's character by way of kidnapping his son. Yeah, and he was like kind of the and, bad guy for half the film. Yeah, so she kind of forced him to to switch sides. And uh, so she returns uh, into this one. And what this movie does, though, is it kind of flips where she's at the beginning is kind of under the control of character of the name of Jacob, who we learn in the early parts of the film is the disgraced brother of Dominic Toretto. <laughs> And the they look so related <laughs> too. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> um, but the movie plot is there that his brother Jacob, using Cipher, is after a device that would allow whoever possesses it and can control it to be able to hack into any computer system, no matter what. Like it, it, it could get through anything uh, needed. But it's learned that the only way to unlock it is by using the DNA of the creators who have both the creators of the, of the device, of the device who were killed uh, again in a flashback sequence, but you learn there's a daughter and the daughter is ultimately the key to unlocking this device. So yeah, just, you know, your, your normal everyday run of the mill story. <laughs> well, and <laughs> it, it's, you know, the, the previous movie, they were after the God's eye and, uh, or maybe that was maybe that was uh, was that the previous one? Oh, God, there's so many. Of them. <laughs> but like, it's they were seeking a device that would allow them to see anywhere in the world using electronics and devices. So it's like, <laughs> so how do we top the God's eye? Let's just make it the same thing, only it just hacks everything. It's like, you know, you yeah. could be a little more original <laughs> with the idea, but you know. <laughs> The, the thing that kind of really stuck out to me, kind of the biggest weird thing about it, was a lot of this movie takes place outside of the United States, but they're all driving American cars. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just felt like at least, I mean, maybe it's different now. I don't know. But, you know, quite a few years ago, I've been to Italy and... Not once did I see a familiar car. Like you know, there were, there was like there were Fords over there, and American car m manufacturers, but they were not American cars at all. Like they looked like Mini Coopers, and you know, Geo Geo Metros. Yeah, Geo Metros, like those kind of cars. But they were, but it was from Ford. It was like this. Like, it was really weird because it was. An American company, but they were totally European-looking vehicles, and so I feel like to see a Dodge Charger <laughs> <laughs> barreling down the street at ninety miles an hour, while it might not be found easily by the bad guys, I think a police officer would notice it. You know, like just a random. You're gonna stick out. Yeah. So I that was like the only thing that. Like, maybe they could have... I mean, I, I know their whole thing is, like, they drive American cars. American muscle. Yeah. And, you know, it was a big deal in, you know, because some of them drive Japanese or not necessarily Japanese, but foreign-made vehicles. And then Dominic always drove 
the American muscle and he was more powerful or something. So I know that they kind of have to stick to brand, I guess, but, uh, and maybe, maybe they have a deal with Dodge. I don't know. Uh, well, I, I think if you're making a movie that deals with a lot of like fast cars and, ch- and car chases, are there, you know, you don't, at least, you know, maybe because we live in the U.S., I just picture American muscle cars and, and fast cars. You know, there there have been car chase movies that are set outside of the U.S. that were fun to watch. You know, the Bourne Identity movies did them in, in cars that were set in, in, you know, the that were fit the setting. The Italian job. Yeah. You know, they, they used a, a slew of Mini Coopers. You know, so it is done. But... I think I think like you said the the movies have evolved from the the street race of the original movie but they they try to keep that that tie to the first movie of the street racing and I think the American Muscle might be that thread that keeps them tied together. See, I think you're right. Uh, you know, I I I do think it would be weird if he was driving like a Mini Cooper or something, but you know, I don't know, maybe maybe he would do good maybe it would look good i don't know but isn't the isn't the car that he goes off of the bridge or something it's not a char it's not a charger or maybe it's a new one but it's not like the classic charger in this in this movie where he like he gets that hook <laughs> on his car and swings and that's a i'm pretty sure that's a newer model dodge dodge charger okay so, it was definitely a newer car i was yeah, gonna say I, I maybe th- mustang i think anytime he's driving a car with the exception of in the first movie you know that they, they have those sleek black cars that they use to to attack the trucks and steal the merchandise those are all i don't know what they are but that that is not a dodge that i i i'm aware of but i think anytime he is driving a vehicle it's it's a dodge charger of some era or some year you know i guess it just goes with his name dom <laughs> dom dom dominic and but you you mentioned the the bridge <laughs> you know there there is a sequence where they're in a car chase and <laughs> i think is it a rope bridge like for walking across or is it a rope bridge for cars it's a rope bridge but it's big enough for a car big to enough, drive so on. so there's they're on these island I, I I can't remember the setting of the of the scene, but <laughs> he they're being chased and they're racing towards the end of this island, which is just a big dr- drop off cliff, <laughs> and he manages to jump off the cliff at the same time the bridge has been kind of pulled out of its ground and is is falling into the water, but. <laughs> I think a, a car, some cars have already gone across yeah. it, and, and, and the bridge is collapsed. It's collapsing, but as it's collapsing, he jumps his car and <laughs> miraculously hooks part of the rope ladder or the rope bridge into his tire well, <laughs> and the car Tarzan swings <laughs> and gets to the other island <laughs> on then, its wheels, and then flips. You know, like. 20 times lands on its wheels and the two characters inside the car are like whoa that was crazy or we've never done that before <laughs> and you're just like you should be dead 
<laughs> one, you never would have, you never would have grappled your, you know, no. the precision to catch that, you know, but the, the, and that's what we mean by the ridiculousness, the, the stunts that they do, <laughs> I think you and I laugh some in the movie and oh, yeah we were laughing throughout the whole thing and it's not that we're not it's a laughing of enjoyment you know it it's so ridiculous it's so out there and you're like after the stunt or the the action scene is over you're like everybody involved in this scene in reality would be dead <laughs> nobody survives what they just went through without a scratch correct and you were pointing out the the other day that you know there's a character who's kind of the the comedic, comedic relief of, of this is Tyrese Gibson's character of of Roman, and he points out he, he literally points that out in the middle of the movie. He's like, "Have you guys ever noticed that we do this crazy stuff and then nothing? <laughs> we come out." We're superheroes, and he starts to believe that he's invincible, and I forget what happens that, I I can't remember if something happens and they realize, oh yeah, they're not invincible, or something else happens, and it, like, reassure, it, it, it drives home that same point, because, like, something explodes, and well, he there it's there's, this- like, holes in the... In whatever they're hiding in, except for where they are, or something like that. Well, he he. Th- there's a scene where they're driving the car through the minefield, which again, <laughs> 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 you're not going to survive driving through a minefield. Yeah, his car gets blown over sideways, and. They make it. They make you think that his character has died. Like there's like there's no way he survived that. And then he steps out from the back behind the wreckage, and <laughs> he's like, "I'm still alive. I like I am a superhero." Yeah. And then a car or, or something falls out of nowhere right in front of the character. So you're like, "Oh gosh, he's." definitely did now and then he steps out from behind there <laughs> and then yeah the scene where he's in the house and the he makes it out alive after being shot at from like 20 people with semi-automatic machine guns <laughs> yeah and not a single bullet hole yeah. now this one they decided to there's a, f- a fan favorite character han who notoriously was introduced it it was killed off in his first movie. Yes. But then they brought him back and implied that those movies happened before the movie that he was introduced in, <laughs> which was the third film in the franchise. And then at some point they had to, the I, I guess it was the seventh one, I think. They... Yes, I believe. Brought it up to speed and introduced the uh, main character from the third one which has which was didn't have anything to do with with uh, Paul Walker or or uh, Dominic Toretto what's his name uh, Vin, Vin Diesel. Diesel Lucas is it Lucas Black Lucas Black yeah Lucas Black uh gets pulled back into the franchise to solidify oh yeah the third one was technically the seventh one <laughs> or something <laughs> i don't know and yeah, they, so they, then, they, then, yeah, his they they basically they you know the third one came out and then they did four, five, six, and then seven. It, it I, I forget, but like the they make it to where the seventh movie begins by incorporating the ending of 
the third one showing you that, okay, here we are. We have finally caught up to where this movie we showed you 10 years ago <laughs> actually exists in the timeline. Because in that one, they, they make it make it to where Jason Statham's character is the one who... Because in, in the third one, it seems like, oh, it's just a racing accident. But then they make it seem like Jason Statham planted a bomb or something or he, maliciously made it happen. He purposefully crashes into... Han's character's car, flipping it over, causing the crash that kills him. Yeah. Uh, which spawned the whole Justice for Han movement. <laughs> and so he's such a fan favorite character that they brought him back <laughs> again. <laughs> and this time they explained that the whole death was faked for, I forget why, but... <laughs> well, Kurt, Kurt Russell's brought into the franchise, uh, plays a character called Mr. Nobody, and is kind of the, the main character reason behind bringing them into and making them like government agents or, or special ops people for the government. Cause the, the first time he's introduced, there's another street racing gang. That's just as good as them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, uh, makes sense. So yeah. yeah the, the, <laughs> so they, they retcon Tokyo drift to bring Han back into the series of movies and then this movie does some more retconning with Tokyo Drift <laughs> in showing you that, okay, we showed you that Deckard Shaw or Jason Statham. Jason Statham character, he was the one that made him die and crash in Tokyo Drift. Now we're going back to that same scene where they <laughs> retconned him and they're showing us how he survived. I don't know if I fully caught exactly how they pulled because it off. of Mister Nobody, because like, they Mister Nobody or Kurt Russell's character needed him to be dead for some reason. Yeah, he, he's the protector <laughs> of the key, the the girl that's the the oh, daughter. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, but but this is one. Of, I think you mentioned they they don't really fully explain how did Mister Nobody coordinate him surviving the crash. <laughs> yeah. They, they, uh, you, you said the, there's a movie, it's not, uh, thank you for not smoking where there's like, <laughs> we'll just put him in space and make a line of like, you know, we installed anti-smoking, dev- you know, yeah. I think they just, he says a line of like, that explains why he's alive and how he was alive, but it, it's just kind of like a, let's just make him say something fancy here and move on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he was in the car and it flipped over and then the next scene he's standing behind mr nobody How? What? yeah and no. it explodes and it's in a pretty wide area so you, you would see a person climb out and yeah. walk away from the crash but, but they're, yeah. they're they're trying to plant the seed that the the events of this movie have been in play since you know, it's, it, it reaches back to previous movies that we just weren't aware that these characters and things that were going on now have been in play for so long, for a much longer time than we realize. <laughs> so the question is, they they did go to space, at least two of them did, and somehow made it back <laughs> by crashing through the a dead space station with a Pontiac. <laughs> Was it a space station or a satellite? Uh, or? No, you're right. It was a satellite. Sorry. And so the question do is: they crash, Do they crash down to Earth somehow? Somehow, because they're <laughs> forget it. Because they, they imply that they're going to die. Because they're like, how did we do? How would we get out of this? Oh no, they were saved. I think they were saved by the space station. 
Oh, you're right. They floated. <laughs> <laughs> they, they show up outside. Like, somebody's in the space station, like, eating popcorn or eating food. Looks out the window. like, what? <laughs> There's a, and they're waving. They're, like, waving. Yes. <laughs> so, so, the question is, are they going to go to space again? <laughs> I know. Everybody says that they're supposed to go to space and I don't know if this was their this was the realization of that rumor. It would fulfill it. Or <laughs> does one of the next two happen in space more, or does it have more of a storyline that takes place in space? I don't know. Maybe the recent Russian launch to film a movie up there. They're actually going to do. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the next best. If you're yeah. <laughs> to side note, I read where Russia beat Tom Cruise to film a movie in space. Yes. Yeah. But. They're they're up there as as of this recording. They're up there right now, filming uh, a movie. Fast ten. <laughs> if you're not in Russia. You're not family. <laughs> so, w- with with the uh, shortcomings of this film's outrageous plot lines and ridiculous stunts and and whatnot, like the the magnet thing was fascinating to watch, but yeah, logistically doesn't work like, because uh, the cars that have the magnet thing on them are metal too. <laughs> So, and so the these these huge magnet things were very selective of, of what they controlled, what, yes. and it just happened to work for the plot. With that aside, you know, I think you you mentioned this before, but yeah, this movie, I don't know what it is about it. Like, I, you know, it's it's dumb, <laughs> <laughs> but by gosh, I had a heck of a good time watching it. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it was, you know, maybe it was because it was the second movie I'd seen in theaters and more of that anxiety had lifted off. And it was just, you know, like, you know, if you don't eat a certain food for a long time, that first bite is really good. And I don't know if it was that or not, but I really had a good time watching this in theaters and I'm definitely glad I, I saw it in theaters and didn't like wait till it came out on home video or something. And I would definitely enjoy watching this one again. <laughs> so um, I guess I would mean it would be two tickets for you, me. You give it two tickets. Sounds like it. Uh, I mean, there. I think a lot of times. I mean, these movies have proven very successful. So, you know, a lot of people are going to see these movies. Yeah, this is like the Marvel Cinematic Universe for for Universal. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know if it's their biggest moneymaker, but, it, I, I but it's, it it's up there. I, I think it's their top property, yeah. IP. Which is down. crazy to think, because it, it, <laughs> it, it's, it's a franchise that I just assumed after the third one, you know, it was never going to be seen again but they're they're just pure fun if i was going to define going to the movies to see just like a popcorn movie like just fun fast and the furious franchise fits that to a t you you aren't going to see an oscar contender (laughs) 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 you're not going to a movie that you are going to need to sit and really think about you know it's pure escapism you're there and and i know there's people that don't like these movies and that's fine you don't have to but if you want to just have fun and don't care don't have really 
pay attention, want to see explosions, car chases, you know, these movies have it all. They just might be missing a little bit of the story, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Missing a little bit. (laughs) when, When you can take the world's heaviest looking semi truck that's like three i think it had more than two you know more than i think like, it had like three sections of three trailers long of these like heavy duty heavy duty tank. iron tank like trailers and they make this truck flip over much like the 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 there's a scene in in one of the batman movies yeah, the where where the the semi truck is driving it it crashes but it you know, the trailer stays perfectly straight behind it and it just flips over, lands on its uh, upside down. But there was no bend or, or the trailer moving in this. They do that same thing with a truck with three trailers attached to it. The whole thing lifts up and <laughs> flips straight over and it's like, no way. <laughs> and it keeps going <laughs> even though it has no wheels. Exactly. You go to these movies. I, I don't think they're they're not aiming to to bring in more fans. They're not like we need to we need to bring in more people to these movies. They know who their audience is, and they're going to continue with this type of format because it it works and it's just a lot of fun for me. It's definitely two tickets. I, I will definitely be seeing. Or watching this one again, <laughs> and when whenever F ten or whatever they call it, you know, whenever it's set to release, I guarantee you, I'm going to start with number one, and I'll watch all of them <laughs> leading up to. But will you watch them in release order or timeline order? <laughs> Before F nine, <laughs> I watched in timeline order, <laughs> which is tricky because. Because Han's death in Tokyo Drift, it doesn't happen at the end of that movie. It happens like a good 30 minutes le- where there's still like 30 minutes left of the movie. In in Tokyo Drift. In Tokyo Drift. Yeah. So, so when you get to the end of Fast Furious 7 and it starts bleeding into Tokyo Drift, it's like, oh, okay, I've got to jump into Tokyo Drift, watch up to, okay, now we're at the scene. So now it's like... Watch this one. Now go back to this one. And now I can continue with Tokyo Drift. <laughs> yes. That's, yes. I'm a nerd. That, that's a bit, a bit much for me. So, uh, so the, Star Wars. It's the machete order of. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say the Star Wars has the machete order. So would that be the family order? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry. I had to do that. I had to get one more family in there. So what do you think of Fast 9 or F9, uh, the Fast Saga with, uh, why can't I think of his name? Vin Diesel. And I just went blank on the wrestler's name. Wrestler? Oh, John Cena. John Cena. Cena. I was yeah. just like the, Vin Diesel, John Cena. I was thinking of The Tyrus Rock. Like he's not in it. <laughs> yeah, The Rock's not in it. They, I think you mentioned, I, I think. Michelle Rodriguez. They, they, they needed The Rock in it, but. You know, long story short, Vin Diesel and The Rock don't like each other, so they're like, <laughs> The Rock's out. But we need that Rock-type character, John Cena. He's <laughs> he's The Rock he's... for for this for this movie. So what did you think? Like it? Not like it? Too over the top? Not over the top enough? Or just right? For family. For family. <laughs> Let e- us know. E- even if you haven't seen this movie, you've seen <laughs> the 
countless memes out there of <laughs> Vin Diesel and family. It's 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 taken on a life of its own. It, uh, this is going to be the thing that follows him, <laughs> I think, for for the rest of his life. Let us know on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Anchor.fm. Until next time, your family. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget. Real real quick, uh, I did like that Paul Walker, the actor, you know, he unfortunately did pass away, but his character in the Fast and Furious movies is still alive. Yeah. And and they do have a nice little tag at the end where (laughs) they're sitting down for the family. Dinner, the family dinner at the Toretto house, and right before it fades to black, the the car that you associate with Paul Walker's character drives in. I think it's a blue Nissan yeah, Skyline. Skyline, and yeah. so they, they they're still alluding that he's still there. He's still part of the the universe. So, and the the uh, I think the rumors are that they might be trying to incorporate him more uh, in the next movies. I don't know. We'll see not, if that happens. Not sure about that, but. We'll obviously have to see what they do about that. But until next time, we'll see you at the movies. And don't forget to check your ticket stubs. Mm-hmm.